0: Welcome to the Art of Communicating Data Show, where every episode we try to improve how you communicate data, whether it's through data visualizations, reports, or presentations. Every episode we'll share tips and tricks from data experts and we'll leave you with actionable recommendations to improve your data communication skills. The goal is to help you grow in your data career by getting your work and you recognized through effective communication. I'm your host, Hannah, a geographer turned data professional and an introvert who loves public speaking. Let's get started. I want you to recall the last time you were sitting in a virtual presentation or meeting. Now, be honest. Were you multitasking at any point? checking your phone while someone was talking, catching up on emails or responding to a work DM, or maybe you were washing the dishes. I spoke to data professionals recently. And one thing they've struggled with virtual presentations is engaging their audience and captivating their attention. As someone who has been working remotely more, I can understand how challenging presentations are virtually compared to in person ones. So I've created a course to teach data professionals, how to deliver engaging and captivating virtual presentations. Like, imagine your audience not only listening to your entire presentation, but also staying engaged, remembering your takeaways, and listening to your recommendations, even if they're all dialing in remotely. For a limited time, this course is 80% off. That's 8-0, yeah. So enroll today at trendinganalytics.com virtual. That's trending-analytics.com virtual. You can find it linked in the show notes as well. Today's episode is going to be a little different. I'm going to share one of the lessons from my virtual presentations course, specifically the lesson on how to start your virtual presentation in a way that engages and captivates your audience's attention from the very start. This is an audio only recording, so the actual course will have a video associated with this lesson with slides that I prepared. But hopefully this is helpful and I hope you enjoy it. In this lesson, I'll share tips on how to start your virtual presentation. Maybe we should first talk about how to not start your presentation. And that is with saying stuff like, all right, let me share my screen. Can you see my screen? Or can everyone hear me okay? Instead, I recommend that you capture your audience's attention by showing them the impact of the presentation topic. Let me show you an example. Today's talk is about how our cities will look different post-pandemic, specifically about my simulation results from the safer bike lanes we plan on installing once commute starts picking up. What I've done is I've tied my project topic to a larger initiative that others in the room may be interested in, which is how our cities will look different after the pandemic, as well as shown the impact your project has. Versus if I had just started off by saying, I'm going to talk about simulation results from the safer bike lanes. Well, so what? What does this project mean? What is the impact of this project? After you have this opening line, you can start with a story or a hook, something to reel your target audience into your topic. Play around with what order you want to do the above. You can start off with a hook or a very interesting story or fact and then talk about your presentation topic. Just see what works best for your audience. But this is important to do at the beginning. If you lose their attention at this point which is the beginning of your presentation, you may not have other opportunities to win them back, especially in virtual situations where they may decide to start multitasking or get off the computer altogether and go do some chores or other activities. Now, you may be wondering when to give an introduction about yourself. This may not be necessary for all situations, especially if you're presenting at a meeting where in front of people that already know you, but if you are presenting to folks who don't know you, I do recommend introducing yourself, ideally after the hook or the opening line about your presentation topic. It's important not to skip introducing yourself because you need to show credentials. You need to gain the trust of your audience members on why they should be listening to you about this particular topic. Use this opportunity to gain the trust from your audience and that way they actually pay attention to what you're saying because see you as an authority on the subject assuming you started off captivating your audience's attention with this great opening line or hook well that's not enough we want them to also be engaged and the best way to keep your audience engaged throughout the presentation is to make sure to start as early as possible so that they get comfortable with the tools and with engaging in general within the first three minutes of your presentation have them do some type of engaging activity at the beginning i like people to start using the chat box so that they feel comfortable interacting and are more likely to pay attention and they get comfortable with using the chat feature as well. So I usually ask them an easy question like, where are they from? Or how are they feeling today? So examples are saying in the chat box, please go ahead and tell me where you're calling in from. Or in the chat box, let me know which team you're from. Or let me know what job role you currently have. Or you can ask them to use the reaction feature like, give me a thumbs up if you are super excited for Friday to come. Now, something I noticed that you should be aware about is that the more effort and engagement requires from the audience, the less likely your audience will do it. For instance, if your engagement request asks people to unmute themselves and then share their thoughts, you may not get a lot of volunteers. Similarly, if you ask people an open-ended question that requires a long answer in the chat box, the responses may come slower, maybe not everyone will participate, but if you use a poll feature or you ask a question that requires a shorter response like, where they're dialing in from, or what job role they have, you will hopefully see more participation from your audience. Same goes with using reactions or raising hand features. That requires very less effort and more people are likely to participate. If you enjoyed the sneak peek into my virtual presentations course and you want to learn all the strategies to delivering an engaging virtual presentation, you can enroll now and get 80% off if you go to my website, trendinganalytics.com virtual. That's trending-analytics.com virtual. Thanks for listening to The Art of Communicating Data. Please subscribe so you never miss out on any brand new episodes and give us some love by dropping a five-star rating and a written review, as it helps other data practitioners find us. And please, share with a friend and show them how to subscribe. Thanks for listening, and here's to improving your data communication.